All right, and welcome to the All I Know podcast, episode one. So, if you know me, you know I've been talking about this for a while now, but here I am, finally getting around to it. So, what I really want to get out of this podcast is, I just want to, you know, talk about the fun things that I enjoy, like movies, TV, stuff like that. And I also do want to get into sports a little bit, mostly just basketball and football, because it's just things that interest me, things I want to talk about. So that's really what I'm going to be doing with this podcast. And I want to know what you guys are also thinking of wanting me to talk about, stuff like that. So if you have suggestions, just let me know on my Instagram page, The All I Know Podcast. Uh, I'd also really appreciate people just giving this a shout out just to get it started. I want to spread it around more and see what kind of feedback I get. So the first episode that I want to go into just to get a feel for what this is going to be is I'm going to be ranking all 11 Star Wars movies. And I feel like that's something fun because if you know me, you know I'm a huge Star Wars fan and that I have a lot of opinions on some of the movies and how I really like some and really don't like some of the others. And I actually spent uh, a while now just thinking about ranking these and I think really what I'm gonna be, whenever I'm ranking these, it's gonna be based off of enjoyability for me personally and also what I think it brings to the Star Wars universe as well as how it is as a movie in general. So uh, with that being said, the, in my opinion, the worst movie is the newest one, The Rise of Skywalker. And yeah, it's not, I don't like it. I, I just don't. There's a lot that I can go into on this, specifically with force healing, because I feel like that just ruins a lot of it especially with you know order 66 stuff like that of it adds to the lore but not in a responsible way it makes me feel like jj abrams didn't do as much research when it came into this and i don't blame a lot of it on jj abrams i blame most of it on disney for not having a clear-cut plan but just for some positives on the rise of skywalker it looks great it looks just fantastic and it's a fun movie to watch you know you just you go in you watch it and it's just a fun movie to watch but as a star wars film it's just not it's not good and so next up at number 10 is attack of the clones this movie is god awful bad dialogue it's it's just not it's not good i don't enjoy watching it but it's above the rise of skywalker because i don't have a hatred for attack of the clones as i do with the rise of skywalker i can't put into words how much i hate the rise of skywalker without getting onto a massive tangent but some of the pros for attack of the clones it did some really interesting additions to the lore, like Sifo-Dyas, 
uh, how the clones came to be, Jango Fett, all this really interesting stuff, but it's boring. It's not engaging, and it really doesn't pick up until that huge arena fight in Attack of the Clones at the very end. And that's probably the only thing that really saves it from being the worst. And also it didn't introduce force healing. So at number nine, a lot of people were probably expecting this to be at the bottom, but it's The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi is, it's a great movie on its own. It's a fantastic movie. It's brilliantly shot and it has a great message to it overall. The problem with it is that it's a Star Wars movie in the Skywalker saga and it's it doesn't do much for me as a Star Wars film. It is a great film. I think Ryan Johnson is a fantastic film director and writer. I mean Knives Out is fantastic. If you haven't seen Knives Out, watch it. It's great. But The Last Jedi isn't a good Star Wars movie. And I think the biggest problem I have with The Last Jedi is Finn as a character. Because he kind of starts his story over in The Force Awakens as he's a coward. And we feel like, yeah, he's a coward. He's trying to do the right thing. And we see that at the end with his fight with Kylo where he ultimately loses, but that's when we see, okay, he's not a coward anymore. Then the first thing we see with him coming back into The Last Jedi, coming out of his little mini coma, is he's trying to run away. He's become a coward again. And then at the end of the movie, he's no longer a coward. And I feel like had Finn died at the end of him sacrificing himself for a cause that he truly believes in as he's literally running straight to the first order it would have been a better movie but because of the character assassination of finn and not building upon the lore as it could have with snoke and how uh, kylo's just this whiny little boy who be good or be bad just stop being whiny but I have a lot of gripes with a lot of the character decisions but the film thematically overall really good so at number eight and I originally had this at number nine below the last Jedi until I read something or really I listened to it of I listened to Dave Filoni, the creator of Star Wars The Clone Wars, and the director of a couple of the Mandalorian episodes, talk about the Phantom Menace, and the Duel of the Fates in particular, and that really made me think, okay, this is actually a better movie, because George Lucas isn't the best writer when it comes to dialogue, but with George Lucas's themes, they are sensational and we really see that with the duel of the fates of him talking about how the duel of the fates wasn't about Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul it was Qui-Gon versus Darth Maul 
and the duel of the fates was the duel over Anakin's fate. And because Qui-Gon lost, that's why Anakin turned to the dark side. Because Qui-Gon is the master that Anakin needed, not Obi-Wan. So it's great thematically. There are a lot of drawbacks. The CGI hasn't aged that well. Again, poor dialogue. But some of the good things was just the massive expansion of the lore. We see so much of the Jedi of who they were before Order 66. We see so much more of Tatooine. We see just so much more of the universe that George Lucas wanted to create. It's, I don't think it's as good of a movie as The Last Jedi, but it's a better Star Wars movie than The Last Jedi and the other two movies. Now, after those four, this top seven, these, in my opinion, are a whole other tier of movies. These are, I think the top seven are all great movies, and I think the top three are nearly perfect movies. I mean, they're just, these are in a whole other caliber than these bottom four movies. So I'm saying that just to, you know, not make people too mad about what I'm going to say here at number seven, because I, between seven and four was just really hard for me to order those. But for number seven, I have to put in The Force Awakens, which I love The Force Awakens. Whenever it came out in theaters, I saw it five times, couldn't get enough of it, still can't. It's great. It's a great reintroduction does a great job of introducing all the new characters like Finn, Rey, Kylo, Poe. It's fantastic. I can't talk about it enough of how good of a movie it is. And there really aren't that many drawbacks to it because you can talk about, oh, well, it's just a New Hope recreation. It's like, yeah, and what's your point? It's still a really good movie. Great themes. J.J. Abrams really did a good job with that, and I really wish he recreated the magic in his other movie, but he didn't. But some of the drawbacks, it, and personally, this is just a gripe, it doesn't expand the universe as much as we'd hope it would. It's a new trilogy. Show us some new stuff, and instead we get a different desert planet, a new empire it's I wish it had expanded the lore some more and gave us something that we haven't seen before like wow we got a lightsaber with a cross guard and some cool new force powers but other than that what does it do for us and so leading into number six is the first of the original trilogy and I hate that it's this low, but it it's my opinion, so suck it. It's Return of the Jedi. It's it's a great movie. I love watching it. And I genuinely don't have anything bad to say about it. Like I said, after numbers after number eight, everything is a great movie. Uh and I'll get into why I don't like it as much as the next one, because I'm sure some of you guys are thinking does he really have this movie this high return of the jedi is cool but 
it doesn't seem like it has a finite end. It, it leaves a lot more questions than answers. Because the last we see of them for like 20 plus years, almost 30 years, is just all of them hanging around the campfire and Lando Calrissian's doing his dumb little clap. But it's really good. It introduces new force powers with uh, the force lightning that Palpatine does. And it's it's just a great movie. But at number five, I have to put it here. It This is as high as it goes. I wish I could put it in my top three, but I just, I can't. I have to put Solo here at number five. And people are just like, oh, well, it's not that good of a movie. I think it's a great movie. As somebody who, I feel like my generation of Star Wars fans are like the millennials. We just... We like the things that the boomers don't like because I love the prequels but it's like I also love Star Wars the Clone Wars and watching that and seeing all the payoffs in Solo like seeing Maul in there but Maul I didn't trip out as much when I saw a live-action Pike that's what I flipped out the most about like I lost my mind I was like is that a Pike in live-action just I love everything in this movie. It's fun, and it's just a fun movie. It also really expands the lore of seeing Han Solo do the Kessel Run, seeing how Han and Chewie met, how Han and Lando met, how Han had a girlfriend before Leia. What's happened to her? Who knows, but if we get a Solo too, I really hope it's called Duo. Oh, I'm going to get ripped to shreds on that joke. I'm not editing any of this. It's staying in there. But it's just a good movie. It expands the lore in ways that I want it to. And Alden Einrich does a great job. It's I didn't think he would do a good job. I mean, if people remember back when uh this movie was in production, hell, it got pushed back some. And then people were just like, oh, we need to get Alden Einrich an acting coach. It's like, ugh. It's not going to be good, but I thought it was. I thought it was great. I love seeing, you know, this slimy bounty hunter smuggler world. It was just really fun for me. And so sticking on that, you know, fun, grimy track that we're on. And number four, I have Rogue One, which looking back at where I have, like, movies I have under Rogue One, like The Force Awakens and Return of the Jedi, I think that they're great for Star Wars, but they're not the best of movies. Whereas Rogue One, fantastic movie in a fantastic Star Wars movie. It expands the lore in a great way. I think Jyn Erso was really interesting. I think seeing Cassian Andor being this really scummy rebel who literally murders a dude like point blank I mean geez it shows just how dark each side is it's a fantastic movie in my opinion and also it kills off 
everybody. You don't need to know anything about Star Wars and you can enjoy this movie. But if you know about Star Wars, oh, this movie's just, it's great. Like who would have thought that you could have like these D-League Force users, like sure, it's like he's not great with the Force, but he can use it and it's really interesting. It expands the lore. It's, and you also get to see this really cool, you know, bickering in the Empire between Tarkin and director Krennic. It's just, it's fun. You get to see, it makes it a lot more believable than seeing the, you know, the just mustache twirling evil Tarkin that we see in A New Hope. We see him just being a douchebag and he's just like, yeah, it's mine now. Sucks to be you, Krennic. And you see Krennic really struggle with that. And also Vader's scene. Oh my God. I think I should probably do a video where I'm just ranking Star Wars scenes. Because I think that Vader scene might be top three. Oh my god. So, at number three. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. This is when people are going to start to get mad. I have a new hope. And, ooh. Oh, that hurts. There's going to be a lot of mad people because you guys are wondering where I'm putting one certain movie and you're not gonna like where I put it. I love where I put it. You guys aren't. But going into A New Hope, oh, what a, these top three movies are just, I can't say anything bad about them. They are so fucking good. Mm. They're just perfections of cinema. And A New Hope is just, it's so good. It does a great job of introducing us to the Star Wars universe in seeing this good and evil, this introduction to Luke Skywalker. It is just, I can't put into words how good it is. I remember being a kid and I had the VHS tapes, which you young kids probably won't know what those are, but they're like boxes but CDs and I was just mesmerized by A New Hope I was like wow this is such an interesting universe I love everything about this and looking back on it it's aged great I mean you get those silly scenes like the stormtrooper that hits his head on the door I've memorized where that is and I pointed out to my dad who saw it in theaters and he was like I've never noticed that. I was like well I've seen A New Hope probably like 20 times. You tend to notice things. But I can't say anything bad about it, but I just don't enjoy it as much as the top two. And getting into number two. Oh, I'm sweating. I'm nervous about what you guys are going to say to me about this. But at number two, we have Empire Strikes Back. And that pause right there is so people can either drop their jaws, cuss me out, or call me a moron. But The Empire Strikes Back is almost a perfect movie. It is so good. It expands the lore, even what we see Hoth, Yoda, 
Bespin is incredible and the greatest cinema twist ever. With I Am Your Father. Spoiler alert, but if you didn't know that already, why are you still listening? Seriously. The fuck is wrong with you? But Empire is just such a good movie. I, I can't get over it. It's such a good movie. It expands the lore. It's a great movie. We see Han and Leia's relationship really bloom. We do see that kiss between Luke and Leia. And that's really messed up, thinking back on it now. But, I mean, it's the 80s. <laughs> oh, that's a bad joke. But, <laughs> I think you guys just want to hear why I have my number one at number one. And I am ready to defend this to anybody that wants to talk about this to me at number one i have revenge of the sith am i biased by being a prequel baby and growing up with star wars the clone wars absolutely i totally am because if i haven't seen uh the clone wars revenge of the sith might be number two but it's number one for me, baby. It is so good. We see Anakin's struggle with the light and the dark. It, this is the most Star Wars movie that you can get. Good versus evil. Why Anakin became Darth Vader. And it makes sense. It does. It, you can believe why he would turn to the dark side. Seeing him being ridiculed by the Jedi Council. And his really only friend being Sheev Palpatine who's a Sith Lord it makes sense why he did it and we get all these questions answered what happened to the Jedi how did the Empire come to be if Sheev looks so good in episode 2 1 and 2 why is he all wrinkly and stuff why is Yoda on Dagobah it answers all of these questions and it's so well done thematically it's it's believable it's it's almost shakespearean of how george lucas did this yeah the writing is a little campy and we get you know the brooding anakin but it makes sense he's been in war for three I guess three years. I don't know how they do time and space because a year is how many times we go around the sun. But there's like a billion planets. It doesn't make sense. If you know how it makes sense, let me know. But I don't get it. But Revenge of the Sith is just such a good Star Wars movie. And in my opinion, it's the best Star Wars movie. It's all about what Star Wars is. It's good versus evil this space opera of how it came to be and how I mean the way Palpatine takes over when we figure out his final plan it's brilliant it's it's just genius and I mean it has some of the greatest memeable lines I mean I could quote the movie 
all day and still have enough quotes for tomorrow. It's just, I don't know what else I can say about this, but going back through my list, I really think that putting it into tiers, Rise of Skywalkers in a tier of its own, it's just, oh, it's so bad. I hate the Rise of Skywalker. It infuriates me with a passion. I can't stand that movie. So then, number 10, Attack of the Clones. Number 9, The Last Jedi. Number 8, The Phantom Menace. I kind of have all those lumped in a similar tier of, they're alright, they're pretty good, but they're just, eh. So then, 7, The Force Awakens. 6, Return of the Jedi. 5, Solo. 4, Rogue One. I feel like 7 through 4, that's the one I had the most problem with organizing because they're all really good movies. They're all really good, but it's based off of my enjoyability. And I think that you could switch The Force Awakens and Return of the Jedi. For me, those two are interchangeable. But my top three are set in stone, with three being A New Hope, two being Empire Strikes Back, and one being Revenge of the Sith. It, those three are just, in my opinion, perfections of cinema in what George Lucas was trying to do. They're just, they're just so good of movies. A New Hope, it started it all. You have to give it its respect, and it's also great. It started something that would be copied for generations. Empire Strikes Back built on that. It did a better job than what used to be the best movie in the world. And then George Lucas does it again with Empire Strikes Back. But I feel like Revenge of the Sith is the ultimate Star Wars movie. Narratively, storytelling-wise, lore-wise... It's the, you can't get more Star Wars than that, in my opinion. And oh, it's just such a good movie. But I'm really enjoying doing this podcast, kind of just talking about my opinion, shooting the shit. And I have the next episode planned. Uh, this is probably going to go up late Tuesday night. So I think the next one I'm probably going to do is on Thursday with a guest star. I have two guests lined up already to do this with me. And I really think that you're going to enjoy this, but I'm really looking forward to different topics because I want to talk about Avatar The Last Airbender. That's something I really want to talk about. I definitely just want to talk about my favorite movies of all time. Uh... I'm probably going to get my friend Dan, Dan Bush, who does the Game We Play podcast. I've been on that with him. I definitely want to get him on to talk basketball with me. But I'm really excited to see what I can do with this. So that's all I know.